Hey, 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 frenzies, and welcome to episode 32 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin, and today's episode is going to be all about the Impact Driven Teaching Conference. I had the pleasure of going to this conference for teachers last weekend. Uh, I got to go to Miami for it, and it was really fun, and I had some cool takeaways. So I just wanted to share with you the takeaways I got from the conference, and who knows, maybe you can come to it next year. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Before we begin this episode, I just want to say thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'm really appreciative that you are here and listening, and I would love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes or just show me that you're listening. Take a screenshot of this. Tag me on Instagram. I am the underscore whimsical underscore teacher. Apparently, when you put spaces in a name, Instagram thinks they're underscores. So if you're wondering why all the underscores whimsical teacher, well, that's why. (laughs) All right, we're going to have a fun episode. So let's get on with it. Hey, 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 frenzies, and welcome back to episode 32 woo, of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I am your host, Jessica Martin. And today I thought we could dish a little bit about this impact-driven teaching conference that I went to last weekend. There was a lot of buzz about it on social media because it was invitation only. They invited a lot of quote-unquote influencers. I know everybody hates that word. Um, And they paid for it. So everybody, a lot of the people that went had their travel and stuff paid for. And so it just created a lot of buzz. So anyway, I found out that a company called Genius Plaza, and you can go look them up, GeniusPlaza.com, sponsored this event. And they basically wanted to get teachers together who use their platforms in meaningful ways to sort of learn new things about different ways to use their platforms, and then to also collaborate with each other and think of, you know, some some cool ways to maybe change what's going on right now on social media or YouTube, just kind of collaborate with each other, maybe think of new projects together and implement the projects and just make big things happen. And this was their trial year of having this impact-driven teaching conference. Um, The company itself is pretty interesting. They have an amazing educational platform and they really built it to serve diverse communities. They serve in 35 different countries right now and their focus is um, having their app be accessible to all different kinds of language and to really help uh, people save their indigenous languages. It's it's really their focus is on language and how can, you know, they use their app to to serve communities using native African and indigenous languages and how can they, you know, implement more services using those languages and get kids excited to use those languages as well and be able to use technology maybe in places that they didn't have the 
capabilities before because the apps are not written in the language of those people. I hope that makes sense. And we got to hear from one of the um, executives from the company. I'm not exactly sure if she was the founder, but she was kind of telling us about it a little bit and what they want to do with this, you know, kind of not really saving language, but providing an, an important service for different countries and their the languages that the kids are speaking there and learning to write in and just learning how to share their work on a global level and using different things in the app to do so. And it was pretty exciting. Like it was just a lot to take in because I had never heard of this company before. So anyway, th- this is the company that sponsored it. And, you know, they have a dream. They have a dream to get like-minded educators together to start making some big things happen. That was the whole point of this. It wasn't really about follower number. It was more about the impact of your platform. And they started, you know, if you just Google teachers in general, and you're just like, oh, you know, what are teachers up to? You usually will end up on YouTube somehow. Like if you, if you Google, you know, teacher, you know, uh, influencer or teacher lessons, a lot of times Google will pull up YouTube channels first. And that's where Genius Plaza started is on YouTube. YouTube. So what ended up happening is they contacted some YouTubers to help organize this event. And the YouTubers are friends with each other. So then they got more of their buddies involved. And really the focus of this were a lot of teacher YouTube influencers, which I thought was really cool because most of the events I've been to have been for social media influencers. And I feel like YouTubers are just kind of a different breed because they're putting out so much free content and it takes takes so long to curate that content because you have to have video editing skills. You have to film your vlogs throughout the week. You have to put together many, many pieces of information to tell a story. I mean, they are storytellers, beautiful visionaries, right? And so I just thought it was really cool that they brought together all of these teacher YouTubers. So anyway, and they they did contact a lot of people. Um, they put this whole conference together, I heard, uh, through the grapevine in six or seven weeks. And so, of course, a lot of people they invited were unable to make it due to other, you know, commitments. And I feel like I sort of got in by the, by the, by the hair on my chinny chin chin, right? <laughs> There actually is a hair on my chinny chin chin. But anyway, um, so I had been hearing about uh, some of, I was friends with people that were friends with the organizers. And I've, I've heard uh, two of the people that attended did a lot of the organizing. So that would be LaTanya Robinson from Smarty Style. Again, amazing YouTube channel. And I'm recently addicted to her Instagram stories too. So LaTanya, I love everything you put out. You'll probably never hear this, but I'm putting it out there anyway. And then Marielle Sanchez from Pencils and Magic Wands. Um, also has a fantastic YouTube channel. Um, so LaTanya lives in California and Marielle lives in uh, Florida and they kind of organized this event and they found people that were making an impact to go. And I feel like I was, I mean, I, I'm not saying that like I, like I wasn't on their list, but I think that like the, their radar was very much for YouTubers 
you know, and maybe um, a lot of people speaking out on social justice issues and stuff like that. And I, like I said, I heard about it from a friend of a friend and, you know, they were, they kind of had opened up the application process of like, Hey, if you want to go to this, fill out this application and tell us why we should give you money to go. And so I did, I, I heard about it. It was, it was a few weeks before the event and I had heard a little bit of buzz about it and I filled out an application and I actually talked about this podcast and I talked about my uh, conferences with educators to educators and all the things I want to do with those conferences. And I also talked about, you know, my Instagram platform and just how I, I really like to connect with other people. And like, I know that I'm not, I know that I'm not on the front lines of um, being a very good social justice educator because I'm still learning so much about it myself. I know I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a world changer, but I do like to have a lot of fun and I do put out a lot of content and I try to help people as much as I can. So anyway, I, I just kind of talked about these different platforms and all the things I'm doing. And honestly, I didn't hear back and it was like the week of the conference and I just didn't hear anything back. So I figured I didn't get chosen and I knew some other people that had applied and I was just thinking, wow, these people are out of sight. Like obviously these people are going to get this scholarship because they are amazing. And I don't want to say like I had low self-esteem or anything. I was just feeling like when you're comparing yourself to like world changers, it's kind of hard not to, you know, right? Like you're just like, yeah, I, I do a podcast and I I do stuff at school. <laughs> and other people are like, yeah, I got like five PhDs. I've written two books. I travel the world talking about these concepts. And I'm just like, oh boy, I, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get into this. But I heard, I ended up hearing back the week of the conference, the week of. And they're like, yo, congratulations. We've accepted your application. You want to come to Miami in like three days? And so, and I, and this happened to some other people I know, and you know, they have families, they have kids, and they just couldn't pull it together to go. Even though it was just such a cool opportunity, people just can't up and leave their life. But guess what? Old whimsical teacher can. <laughs> I can do everything I want to do. <laughs> I'm just being ridiculous now. And I don't know the circumstances. Like I kind of felt like I was on the, the, um, you know, like the call waiting list, you know what I mean? Like, like I had applied to go and they're just sort of like, uh, I don't think so, but we'll put her on standby. And then they ended up like bumping me up somehow. <laughs> Cause honestly, I hadn't heard about it until a few days before. And I just thought, you know what you miss? What's that old meme? You like, you miss 100% of the chances you don't take or whatever, 100% of the shots that you don't try to make, you miss them. And I just thought it's a real big pain because I just took over this classroom and it's a whole lot of traveling. But if they're willing to send me there and help me pay for it, then I want to go see what it's all about. And so I took a chance and I got on a plane with only 48 hours of notice. So I actually had a staff meeting the night before I had to leave and I had to get up at like 2 a.m. And that Thursday before I left, I had to work till 9 p.m. at a staff training. <laughs> so we already work 10 hour days where I where I live because it's a four day school week. So I worked from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And then we stayed till almost nine. I think they let us go at 830 
So I was exhausted, but it was funny because we had to go around the table during our training and talk about something good that's happened to us this week. And so I was like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, stayed on my diet or like this one kid started doing things I wanted them to do or, you know, I got a new plant for my garden and I'm like, I'm going to Miami for free. (laughs) I must be so annoying to work with. So anyway, it was really awkward, but my coworkers were like, what, what is going on? And they don't really, um, I don't think they really pay attention to like Instagram or social media or anything, but I just told them about, I'm like, yeah, I filled out a scholarship application and they accepted me and I'm going to Miami in the morning. And they're also flying me out of this really tiny airport where that's close by all of our houses. And we all know that it's really expensive to fly out of this airport. So they're just like, their eyes are just so big. But it was kind of fun, like, because I usually don't share a lot of the social media stuff I do or like the conference uh, things that I do with my staff. Um, So it was kind of fun to let them see this kind of weirdo side of me. I mean, to them, I am not the whimsical teacher. (laughs) So anyways, um, so I got home and I finished my packing and I tried to sleep and I had to get up at like two or three o'clock in the morning. I forgot how early. And I drove an hour to this tiny little airport. I had never been there before because flights are always so expensive to leave it. I usually drive about four hours to an airport. So anyways, I, I got there and I was a little bit nervous because it was a smaller plane than what I'm used to. Only about 50 people could fit on it. But it was a really smooth flight and I flew from my my kind of my home area to Salt Lake City and then I flew from there to Minneapolis and then I flew from Minneapolis to Miami. So I was on three planes and I got to Miami and it was really bad traffic when I first got there. So it took a while to get down to our hotel, which was um, in Miami Beach. And this hotel was like, it's like four or five stars. I don't even know, but it's really fancy hotel. So anyway, but I checked in really easy and I got to my room and I'm just like, wow, this is a really nice room. Oh, they got robes. Woo. (laughs) I'm just so excited. I always show my besties, Mikey and Lindsay. I always show them like we show each other our bathrooms whenever we stay in a hotel or something like it's just become this ongoing little joke between us that anytime we stay in a hotel, we take pictures of the bathroom and then we send them to each other and take videos and tag each other. And it's just this fun little thing that we do. So anyway, I I sent them their videos and then I'm like, oh, cool. I have a balcony and I step out on the balcony and to the left of my balcony was the ocean and a beach. It was beachfront. And to the right was downtown Miami. I could not believe it. Like I had never seen such a beautiful view on both sides of the balcony in my entire life. So I just started kind of geeking out and freaking out a little bit. But I was so tired because, you know, I had worked late the night before and traveled all day. I had been traveling for like 13, 14 hours at this point. (laughs) So I was really, really tired. I was trying to keep myself awake, but I just kept dozing off. Anyway, the next morning, um, I got up and we went to this nice welcome breakfast and uh, they provided all of our meals for us. So that was really cool. And then I got to see some of my old friends, which was really awesome. Well, I guess just one old pal, Esma, <laughs> Esmahan, um, she, we were pen pals like like four years ago now. I think it's been four years we were pen pals and we actually might be doing a cool little um, pen pal 
experiment. I don't know if it's an experiment, but we want to do a pen pal project because that's how we got closer and it really it was really meaningful for our classroom. So anyways, I've been friends with Asma for years. And every time we see each other at conferences, we always chit chat and we always have a good time and we talk throughout the year. And so I was just so happy to see her. And um, and I got to see a lot of other people that I know and like. Um, I got to meet Stephanie from Simply Love for Primary. And that was really cool. And I got to meet Kate, the sleepy teacher. I got to see Christina teach like a girl again. And I got to meet like there were some people like I didn't even know, like the gifted teacher 305. Um, and I forgot her first name, but she was so much fun, like so much fun. And you just never know, like you, you see people's names come up on your inbox and you just don't really know who they are. And, you know, like sometimes like if you talk to someone every day, you get to know them, but you know, maybe someone sends you a message like once every couple months. And unless if you're consuming a lot of their content, then you, you really don't get to know each other that well. So it was cool. Like, you know, getting to meet people that have messaged me before, but maybe I wasn't totally aware of who they were, you know, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are either you make a lot of content or you consume a lot of content. And a lot of people start out on social media by consuming a lot of content. I mean, I did. And then you think, okay, I can kind of make some of my own content or you're like, okay, I just want to consume it. But it doesn't mean that like a lot of the people at this conference, they were just like everyday teachers. Like, yeah, they had teacher Instagrams, but, you know, with 100 or 200 followers or, you know, like they're just everyday teachers. They were local teachers. They weren't. So like, that's why I was like, you know, it wasn't really about influencers, even though they did fly some influencers in to get the word out about the conference. And, you know, influencers, they you know, they're named that for a reason, right? Like you can put something out on social media and you're going to have some people that are very interested in it. And I think in the Kardashian world, it's kind of gross. Like, oh, influencers, ew, you know, (laughs) oh, I don't want to buy your lipstick. But in the teacher world, it's sort of a compliment. It's like, I just read a book. I want to share the book with you. And I have 12 people write me that they also want to read that book or that they enjoyed that book. I mean, that's how I see this whole teacher influencer world is like we're sharing books, teaching ideas. Um, you know, we're sharing like I share a healthy way of eating with people like HelloFresh. And I feel like a lot of the things that we're sharing, they're not I mean, they're not based in consumerism. They're based in student learning and growth and healthy choices and how to be a happy teacher. So anyways, um, and anyone can be an influencer. I mean, that was really the point of this conference is like every time you're putting out information into the world, you are impacting somebody who's consuming that content. So we need to be more aware of how we're spending our time and what we're putting out there because we are impacting people, whether we have one follower or 100,000. I mean, we're impacting people every day with what we put out on social media. That's kind of the, that's kind of how it all works. You know, it's kind of the beast (laughs) that it is. is, And a lot of people get so hung up on numbers and stuff, but it's, it was really cool being there because, you know, when you go to these events, you always see people that are dorking out over people that have a lot of followers, but like, I'm always dorking out over people that just put out really good ideas and, 
or who just have these personalities that are like magnets. And there were so many people like that. Some of them had 50 followers and some of them had 10,000, you know, and they're just, that's what I thrive on when I go to these conferences is just getting to meet all different types of people and picking up on someone's energy in real life. It is just, it can be life-changing. Like you can have a conversation with someone you've never met before for a good 10 or 15 minutes and that conversation will stay with you for years. And that's what happens to me at these conferences. I feel like I'm meeting the best of the best teachers and it has nothing to do with follower number. It has to do with heart and soul and guts and like the things that go into engagement and and getting people to listen to you, you know, like it, it's not about the followers. It's so much about your passion level. And that's why I love these conferences is you meet people of various passion levels. And I love just colliding into people that have a similar like level to me. And then I love getting inspired by people who are just so high energy that I'm like, wow, I could do so much more. <laughs> like they give me a boost. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's dive into the conference itself and what I learned. First of all, we started out the day with a keynote from Kim Bearden. She is a world-famous teacher, uh, co-founder of the Ron Clark Academy, and she's written a couple books. And this last one is called Talk to Me. Um, I promoted that book last summer as I really enjoyed it. And they actually gave us a free copy of the book that I'm going to give away soon on my Instagram. So be, be on the lookout for that. And she autographed all the copies of the books and we got to talk to her one-on-one. So that was so exciting because I've never heard her speak before in real life and I've never met her in person, but it was amazing listening to her story and just like how, you know, how she impacts people and how her organization impacts people. And it, it was just really, really interesting. She's a very interesting teacher to learn more from. Um, so if you haven't heard of her, I just wonder what rock have you been living under? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it's me being a little snarky pants. So anyway, keynote from Kim Bearden and then getting to talk to her one-on-one, huge highlight. And then we had a couple of sessions that we could go to and I didn't really know like, you know, what room to go to when I didn't really plan out my sessions. I just sort of stumbled into one. And the first one I went to were uh, teacher YouTube influencers. And teacher YouTube is just really big. And on, I feel like a lot of people are either team YouTube or team Instagram. Like you like visual information, but you like it in tiny chunks or you like to actually sit down and watch a video. And teacher YouTubers just are really making a huge impact on the world. And it was really interesting. I heard from Michelle from Pocketful Primary and Megan from Too Cool for Middle School. And it was such a cozy little environment. There were probably about 20 people in the room and we were just asking them questions and like I wanted to know how do they deal with haters online because I know that at different points like they've both had haters for different reasons and I just want to know like how do they deal with negativity when you're putting yourself out there and you're putting content out there like how do you handle it and it was interesting like they both had totally different ways of dealing with that and it was just really really cool it was cool hearing everything that they had to say and it really got me thinking about YouTube again I tried to start a little channel back in November I vlogged every day of November I made it to day 28 (laughs) And I just kind of lost my gusto a little bit. It was, it's really hard being a vlogger and I didn't do anything cool like put music 
um, or really make my hair look good. <laughs> I am just, I'm like kind of a bad vlogger and my whole lifestyle right now, all I can say is that if I were to describe my life, it would be bad lighting. <laughs> everywhere I go, like my classroom, my house, my car, like everywhere I'm at, unless it's like really sunny and windows are open, it's just bad lighting. It's hard to be a YouTuber with bad lighting. That's all I have to say. And I have some giant lights and it's just still, it's, it's tough. That's all I have to say. But I do want to kind of get back into it after hearing this YouTube session and after hearing about how uh, meaningful and impactful YouTube can be like there was a lot about YouTube and just like creating videos about being a real life teacher and how important it is to put that kind of content out regardless of your audience, you know, and so I, I kind of want to get back into YouTube. And I would say that probably over half the people I met at the conference were YouTubers and they were like famous YouTubers. And I just, I'm not that into YouTube. So I, it was a world that was opened up to me that I want to learn more about. So anyway, um, after that, we had a little, they, they gave us a little snack time and then we did another session. And the next session I just kind of randomly walked into was about having um, an impact through your social media and specifically through an email list. And that was really cool. Um, the cool, Well, it was literally really cool because the cool cat teacher was there and um, her name is Vicki Davis and she has quite a huge following. She's kind of like an ed tech guru. So it was really cool getting to see her and meet her. And then a real wrap with Reynolds was uh, CJ was moderating and he's such a cool teacher, such a cool guy. I did a um, little teacher interview with him a couple years ago and we totally had like the same kind of funky teacher vibe going where we're whimsical and we're zany and we make a lot of jokes and we do random things and sometimes those things are awesome and sometimes they flop but we keep trying to have fun in the classroom and I mean he teaches in a totally different environment and school setting than I do but we definitely had the same we we have the same teacher vibe I'm just putting it out there we definitely we are both very whimsical like he is like a whimsical male teacher <laughs> So anyway, it was really cool getting to hear them talk about so many things. And they really got me thinking about a newsletter, not a newsletter, but like building an audience through an email list because social media is always changing. And if you get really good at like writing emails to people, then it's a little bit more personal than anything else. Although I feel like podcasting ranks up there too. So and um, I think her podcast, Vicky's podcast is called The 10 Minute Teacher. And right after the conference, she asked actually asked me to be a guest on her 10 minute teacher show. And it's one of the number one teacher podcasts. So something else good came from this conference. So just me saying yes, and working through my own tiredness and laziness, and going to this conference, like I'm going to be on like one of the top teacher podcasts. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. So anyways, um, after that, we got into, we, we actually, we got back, um, to our main area and we had lunch and we listened to more about what the Genius Plaza was all about. And then we had to stand up at our table with a microphone and introduce ourselves to everybody in the room. My heart was pounding. And I think I said something like, Hi, my name is Jessica Martin, and I go by the Whimsical Teacher online, and I know this is going to be really hard for some of you to believe, 
but I really like having fun in the classroom because we had to just say like, what are you most passionate about of everything in the world, of every single topic in the world? What are you the most passionate about? And I mean, how can someone name the whimsical teacher say anything but fun, right? So then what we did is we found other people in the room after we listened to everyone's introductions, we got into groups and and the groups were categorized by what we were passionate about. So there was a huge social justice and gender equality group. There was engaging strategies in the classroom, hands on strategies, having fun in the classroom, um, dealing with kids of trauma. I mean, there's just so many interesting categories of people. And we got into these groups and then they told us that we're going to go play like this survivor game on the beach together and we needed to change into our swimsuits. And we were just like, ah, so we all run to our hotel rooms and we play this survivor game. And the whole point of it was just to kind of bond with each other and get to know people that have similar interest to us. And my team, actually, we were called the Blue Bones. <laughs> and the, and I think we accidentally uh, announced ourselves as the Blue Balls, which was funny and made everybody laugh. But anyway, our team ended up winning the gold medal. And I have to say that so much of that was due to uh, Simply Love for Primary. Stephanie, she's so high energy. You know, I was talking about people that are like a higher energy than you. Like she is a way higher energy than me. And um, but there are some really cool people on my team and I was really grateful to get to know them. And so, yeah, and then we went back, um, we all cleaned up and then they had this awards ceremony and, you know, most of the people getting awards were teacher YouTubers. Like that's what most of the categories were kind of crafted, um, for and the superintendent of the Miami school district spoke and, it was, it was mind blowing. Like his, his speech, he, it's the fourth biggest school district in the cu- country. And some of what he was saying was just like, wow, he, he blew me away, right? He blew me away. He was amazing. So that night after we heard the superintendent talk and we saw these people getting awards, they kind of had this dance party. And me and Esma were just like, yeah, we're out. <laughs> We're basically like the two oldest fuddy-duddies in the universe, which is why we're frenzies. So we ended up heading back to our room, and then we ended up um, hanging out with another friend later on. Like, I don't know. We just sat and chatted on this balcony till the wee hours of the night, which for me would be like anything past midnight. (laughs) So anyway, we just had a good time chit-chatting, and um, so many good conversations were had that night. And just so much bonding was done. But like, we we're talking about things that were just so deep and meaningful and things that I had never really thought of before, because, you know, I try to make friends that are really different than me, and that have such interesting, cool, different life experiences, too, and that teach different students than I teach and have different backgrounds. And it, it was just so cool and so much fun that night. And I, I do treasure the, um, the conversations that we we had that evening. The next morning, I was super stoked and kind of sad because it was time to go home. But before I went home, I wanted to see Jen Jones from Hello Literacy, one of my favorite people in the universe. I wanted to see her keynote speech. So she gave a keynote speech about, you know, using your social media um, to empower people. And then she kind of had a lot of tips and tricks for, you know, Instagram and videos and just how her life has changed by putting herself out there. And just everything that Jen Jones comes up with, like if you ever get to go see her or go to one of her conferences, 
just everything that she has is just from this point of wanting to share her information with the world and wanting to just share, 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 give, give, give. And I really believe that this giving mentality is what has made her one of the top TPT sellers. And now she's becoming like a literacy guru of the world. I mean, doing her own conferences and she has her own truck with her own equipment and traveling all over to schools. Like it feels like she's on the road every day of the year. So anyway, it was really cool. Like I just treasure every kind of lesson that she is willing to give because she's so full of knowledge and so willing to share it. So, and I do gush a lot over Jen Jones because she's meant a lot to me in my, you know, like as soon as I started on social media, I feel like somehow she discovered me before. I mean, I knew that she was big on TPT and I knew she had hella literacy and I knew her about her fonts, but she really goes out of her way to contact new people on social media and talk to all different types of teachers and really spend her time getting to know teachers. And she is the one who reached out to me and I was like, pinch me. Is this even, is this even happening right now? I mean, she, you know, we, we kind of bonded over the usage of video and um, I used to, I used to make these videos where I had this stuffed Yoda in the back seat of my car. And one day she made a video and put it on Instagram and she had this stuffed toy in the back seat of her car. And she was like, look it, I'm being just like Jess, the whimsical teacher. I have a stuffed animal in the back seat of my car. And that kind of sparked our um, relationship. And she's just a really cool human being. And I just hope that everyone gets to know her at some point, or at least follows her if you don't, because you're going to learn something new every day. Like today, she was talking about her toothbrush. And I had no idea, like she was talking about how her toothbrush goes off every 30 seconds, because you're supposed to brush your teeth with it. Um, for two minutes. And then every 30 seconds, you're supposed to change quadrants of your mouth. And like, hello, I never knew that. I didn't know you're supposed to spend 30 seconds in one quadrant and then go to the next quadrant. I mean, thank you, Jen Jones, for changing my life again. So anyway, it was so fun to get to see her and hear her keynote. And and then and then we after her keynote, we got into our teams again, our our world-changing teams. And honestly, like I had to go. So like right as they're brainstorming ideas for like um I think somehow I got out of the fun team and into the student engagement team. I don't know what happened, but as soon as they were brainstorming these really cool ideas, um, it was time for me to catch a ride to the airport. And then I went home. I had to fly from Miami to Detroit, Detroit to Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City to Elko, and then I had to drive an hour home. So it was another day of like 13 hours of travel. But I mean, I just had such a great time and I got to meet teachers that I never would have met. And I got to learn about new things that I never would have gotten to learn about. And I mean, I got to stay in this hotel with a balcony with the ocean nearby and just like to get connected to this genius plaza company and just to get to meet these YouTube influencers and these teachers who are using video in such positive, amazing ways. I mean, I was just so inspired leaving. I mean, there were so many lessons that I learned from Jen Jones and Kim Bearden from their keynotes. Then there were so many lessons I learned from the sessions I went to. But then the individual conversations I was having with people on the side, they just, they were so impactful. Like, 
getting to hang out with other people who really want to make a difference in the world is life-changing. And just hearing other people's stories and having it be all positive and no negativity, it's hard because, you know, when you, it's, it's hard to come by is what I mean. Because when you work in a school, a lot of times it's just a lot of people complaining. And I'm not saying that that's my school exactly. I'm just saying that a lot of schools I've worked in, you know, people are more complaining about things they have to do and kids that are giving them problems. And it's just so much negativity in education. Like you constantly have to raise this score or give this test or deal with that parent, you know, and it's just, it, it can kind of turn into a negative profession. So to get to go to an event like this where everything was so positive, so high energy, where they're attracting some of the best teachers in the world, which I felt just unworthy to be even in the same room with. I mean, it was amazing. It was so much fun. And it gave me so many ideas for the future. And I really started thinking about like what I want to put out there. And am I still going to put tons of fun stuff out? Yes. But I think that I do need to put out more content that will impact more people in the way that I want them to be influenced, you know, like in the way that like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to contribute to a racist society. You know, I don't want to, you know, uphold white supremacy. And I don't want to, you know, ignore like big problems when they happen in the world. I mean, and I want my students to be world-class citizens and understand other cultures and people and, you know, what racism is and what it's not. And I mean, there's just so many ideas that I got from this. And I mean, I want to make a splash on video. I want to share my fun ideas with other people through YouTube videos. And it's going to take me a while to figure that out because like I said, I feel like I have a lot of things going against me right now. Like my hair, it's really goofy. <laughs> it's in a very awkward stage, but I feel like when I get to this point, like that I'm really going to be able to help a lot of teachers. And it was just this feeling inside of me, like, yes, I want to go home and I want to put out more of my ideas into the world so I can help more people. And I feel like everybody left with the same idea, like the same just sort of drive to like keep doing what we're doing, but like bring more, like do a little bit more and make it more impactful. And that's what the whole thing was about. And so, you know, is it unfair that some people got invited and some people didn't? Sure. But I think like next year they want to have 10 times as many people go. Everything that I've heard, if we got invited this year, we'll be invited again back next year and that we can actually recommend people to go like that are also making an impact or like trying to put themselves out there into the world. And so I'm really excited. Like, I think this is going to have a ripple effect through education. And I think we're going to start doing some really cool things. There's some groups that are talking about like doing collaborative websites, writing books together, doing like projects that are on the global level, not just like the local level. I mean, it was really, really cool getting to see people collaborate. And I've heard I've heard a lot of negativity about the event, like on different threads on like Reddit and people complaining about it. And they're just sort of missing the whole point of that of the event. The event was like not to celebrate influencers. It was to try to motivate people to put out more impactful content and to try to collaborate more and learn more from each other. And that's what I got out of it. Okay, frenzies, thank you for listening to this um, this little journey of mine. I know sometimes you hear about these things on social media and you think, how did they get involved with that? Or how did this person become a conference presenter? Or how did they get involved with that organization? And sometimes it's just random dumb luck or you saying yes to something when everyone else says no. 
<laughs> I'm not saying that's what happened to me, but I'm just saying that like sometimes, you know, it's not a magic curtain or smoke and mirrors. Like sometimes it's just being in the right place at the right time and saying yes to something. And that's what this conference was for me. And I hope I can continue on with it and do really great things because it really motivated me to put better content into the world and yeah, I mean, if you can impact just one person with this information, then it was worth it, right? Okay, frenzies, I'll talk to you next time. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je- Happy Jessica. What? <laughs>